0: Hello, Esther Deborah here and welcome again to another wonderful spiritual teaching video for you, the forever person. We have been working through a wonderful blue book, big book that I wrote years and years ago that I authored after I studied the kingdom of darkness. When I first became helping people, The Lord's way. Not the way of mental health counseling. I was thrown into the kingdom of darkness. A spiritual place. A place that was ruled by somebody that sort of looks like this. And this Google free clip art is going to help us to understand who is the king of this kingdom of darkness. I had to learn this. I had no experience in it In mental health counseling I had no idea Of the powerful realm The kingdom of darkness was It was In the realm of the spirit Ruled by this guy His name is Satan Which means the adversary of God He used to be called Another beautiful name Lucifer The son of the first age The son of the morning He was never a son, an offspring, a direct family member. He was a servant. You might relate him to being a high minister, a eunuch in an empire of ancient China. He ruled over one-third of the angels in heaven. He had powerful, powerful, powerful gifts, anointing honor, and majesty. He was given keys to keep people out of the presence of God who were in sin. He was like a warden of a prison. These keys to hell, death, and the grave were his, given to him. But they were taken back after a young man went to a cross. So here in this video, The Kingdom of Darkness... Number 32, we're working through this book called Spiritual Babylon. And we have been in the part of who is the king of spiritual Babylon, of the kingdom of darkness. This is going to be part number three. We're digging a little deeper into who is this Satan that used to be Lucifer. He's called by many different names. He's not believed to be real anymore, except by some people. He's made fun of at Halloween time. We minimize him in our mental health issues. Never had any training about him or education or about his realm in a mental health counseling world. Only when I entered into helping people the Lord's way, the spiritual way. That I begin to study him, his kingdom, his followers, his pattern, listening for him, seeing him spiritually. Here on this educational spiritual teaching video for you, we're going to talk a little bit more. Who is this king? A spiritual Babylon of the kingdom of darkness. We want to give Google-free Clipart a big thank you. That's where this picture comes from. Does Satan look like this? Maybe, at times. If you want to see a wonderful movie about how Satan is able to change his appearances and work here on planet Earth, go watch The End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Also watch the movie called The Exorcism of Emily Rose. And The Last right with Anthony Hopkins. You can also see the true story of what he does in and through people. In the movie The Exorcist. And the prequel to that. So there are some wonderful true movies out there. About discovering this kingdom. The evil spirits that are in it. The entities, if you want to call them, the forces. And some of us, we are lucky enough to meet him personally. In that kingdom, everybody serves Satan. Because he was kicked out of the kingdom of heaven long ago. For perverting his glory. Becoming lustful and envious. Of something that was not his. He got kicked out as lightning to the earth and he is here now. He lives in what you would call the second heaven. He has a spiritual realm around the earth, on the earth, in the earth. He moves through nature, through flesh, through people. He's a very smart creature. Don't ever underestimate him. So here in this part, of the Kingdom of Darkness, Spiritual Babylon, number 32. Who is the King? Part number three. We're going to find out a little bit more about him. But first, let's open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that your Holy Spirit is here as our master teacher of spiritual things and that we need to learn so much About our enemy, our adversary. For whoever is your adversary is also ours. And is also nature's. And we need to learn to be able to see him. See his what he's doing. Who he's working through. Understand him. So that we are not ignorant. And we need to be given a chance to leave him. He's taken us hostage and kidnapped us emotionally, physically. Spiritually, he won't open the doors and let us go. We are his prisoners when we are in darkness, spiritual ignorance. Father, help us to understand our enemy, even if we are still held captive and serving him and working for him, even unknowingly, in all the things that we do and say to each other, in politics, in business, in our personal relationships, in our families, out on social media. Help us to see the truth, to be set free from this, Satan, the adversary of God. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, let's begin. We are listening to the Bible, the Authorized king james version In it we're going to hear a lot from scriptures about who he is you have to learn your enemy if you grew up in the military as i did you study your enemy you learn their history their names their ways how they attack you learn their defenses their offenses you get sort of in their mind Study them thoroughly, so that you will not get defeated. I had to do that, coming out of and transforming from a mental health counselor. I had to study, I had to read, I had to watch movies, I had to read six books, go to church, be touched by a presence that's beautiful and powerful, called the presence of God. I had to see firsthand demonic spirits in people. I was on a deliverance team, casting out evil spirits, binding them up. I had to see them, how they affected the human body, the mind. I had to understand childhood trauma, abuse, programming, mind control, drugs, alcohol, fear. I had to understand the biological body, the soul. I had a lot to learn, and God was in a hurry to reach you. So that I could be the teacher. And a shepherd and a mother to you. So we could get you free. Out from his grasp. Out of his torture. Out of his kingdom. Into one of love, joy and peace. And be filled with agape love. So let's listen to more. Of who is the king. Of the kingdom of darkness. Spiritual Babylon. In the beginning. We learned that Satan's name was Lucifer. He was the son, the offspring of the first age of the spiritual realm of the kingdom of heaven. He was created to be a servant, not a son, not in the family of God. He was like a high eunuch of the Chinese emperor. He was a minister. He was a general. He controlled and had under his authority one third of all the angelic beings the angels the word angel means messenger and this guy here had one third of them under his authority his power and his control so let's begin In the beginning, this king tells us, How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? The reason he was thrown down to the ground was his heart became lifted up in pride. He started looking at himself and saying, Wow, look at my light. Listen to my voice, my music coming out of me. I'm great. But he was uh, supposed to be great. But he was not to take the honor for himself. And he was to pass all of that on through him to his king, the great I am. But he started looking at himself and his heart got lifted up in pride. And then he started lusting for more of it. Then he became envious of the great I Am. And he thought he should be the king. Revenge set in. Envy, jealousy, hatred, lust, a fire burning, as you can see in his eyes, that he could never control. What was beautiful became perverted, twisted, full of fire of lust, hate, Wanting revenge. Now he slowly changed over eons. But the great I am was listening to his own thoughts. You have cut yourself down to the ground. Which did weaken the nations and the people. He did this to himself. He got himself thrown out of the third heaven. Out of the kingdom of heaven itself. Due to pride. Looking at the glory he had. I had an experience with this on LinkedIn. A lot of people wanna bless me, bless the ministry, give me blessings for all that I'm doing. And what I have to send back in the message is I will pass that blessing on to the great I Am and His Son. I keep none of it for myself. I'm a partner with him and I am greatly honored that other people are receiving his ministry his light his glory his freedom and that I am a participant in that I am his helping I am helping him here on earth we're a team I'm not just his hands nor his feet I provide a mouth for him to speak through I go where he needs me to go he works through me With me. He tests me. We're partners. We're working for the kingdom of heaven. And to to provide. His heart. With his heart's desires. Of Isaiah 60. 61 and 62. He wants a family. He lost them. In a garden. Long ago. He wants a family. He wants to be father and mother. He wants to give us humanity a kingdom, a land and a territory not only in the spirit to rule and reign over but within ourselves of our own soul and physical body he wants to give us the earth nature to manage, watch over, administrate it was all created to serve us and we were to be stewards shepherds of someone else's property we learn how to do that from King David He was a young shepherd boy staying out in the fields watching over his father's sheep. He had to be a warrior and fight off tigers and lions, wolves. He had to be a psalmist talking to his God. He had to be watchful as a shepherd. He had to care for the young and the old. He had to lead them on paths of green grass and good water. King David shows us what we're to be on earth. So here we're learning that Lucifer started becoming lustful. He lusted after something through his eyes that he saw. He wanted to taste what this glory of the King of Heaven looked like. He became perverted, on fire. And let's hear what he said in his heart that the great I Am heard for he said in his heart his mind to himself look at me i am so beautiful i am so glorious i am so wise i am so powerful i am a god i am lord he gave himself the credit for who he was Not God, his creator. He had become the Lord of the kingdom of heaven in his own heart. He began to become a robber, a thief. Stealing what was not his. Taking glory that belonged to somebody else. When you see a thief or robber in any way. That's the nature of Satan. Then Satan. He wanted to have all that God had. Remember he's still a high share of them at this time. He's just thinking. Inside of himself. To himself. About himself and his situation. You see this a lot. In a lot of dramas where you have an heir to a business company who's the biological son and you have an adopted son who is jealous because he cannot have what his adopted brother, what his brother is going to get. He's not as good as. He's lower than. A lot of jealousy and envy. And then comes the revenge and the killing in every way possible by the younger one who's adopted. You'll see this a lot in many other ways. When there's glory to be had, possessions to be owned, riches to be gained, one is legal, one is illegal. So Satan began thinking to himself, I deserve to not only be in the kingdom, but own it, rule it, sit on the throne myself. Lucifer could go into the throne room and stand on the platform next to the king himself, the great I am. He was given great responsibilities. Leadership. Management. He had more power. Than one third. Than most of the angels had. He had great wisdom. So let's keep listening. To his heart. He even wanted to sit. In the place. The throne. In the heavenly kingdom. To receive all the worship and praise by all of the creatures, all of nature, all of the humanity that was to come. Everything was to worship him because he was so beautiful and glorious. All the other Angels the messengers the heavenly being the creatures or to serve him He wanted to sit in the mountain of the authority of God He wanted to be as God He wanted to be a God equal to if not better than the God of the kingdom of heaven. He became prideful and greedy. When you see pride and greed in business, you're seeing Satan's nature. Then when God said no way is that gonna happen, Lucifer, Lucifer was thrown out of God's presence, out of his position. Lucifer was cast out of the Garden of Eden in heaven. He was thrown out and down to the earth for all of humanity to see. What happens to us when any creation becomes prideful, rebellious, a sinner, a traitor, independent of God and disobeys God's laws, of his kingdom and seeks to be God when he was not created to be a God God's children that come into Christ Jesus become gods I am a God I'm an offspring of a God spiritually I am a life giving spirit that's what that means A God who's able to create life. Satan cannot do that. He is just a being that fell. When you seek to be God. To be the ruler, the leader. Have your heart as the laws of a nation. In a family, your culture. And they are not the laws of God of the kingdom of heaven. Then you are seeking to be God yourself. There are many other gods on planet earth who are trying to do that. Who have their own prophets. Who have their own laws. You have to be very knowledgeable and enlightened to understand this. All of them desire to sit in the place of God in your heart, in your mind. In your thoughts, and your decisions, in your nation, over businesses, in your families, in your culture. Sometimes we allow our ancestors to be our God. We allow other people, other spiritual things to be our God. And we are to have no other Lord in our heart. Lord means owner. I am owned. By spiritual blood. By death and resurrection. Of this God of the kingdom of heaven. We need to keep listening. So we will keep learning. Well. Now we are told. That Lucifer is a spiritual being. And that. He was to be. A terror on earth. This was prophesied by God himself. He was still anointed. He didn't lose that. He still had great wisdom, but it was perverted. And he was out of the presence of God, but he could still come into it. He was not in his final judgment place yet. God was going to use him to be our teacher, sort of our master. Master. To teach us. God had a plan. And Satan. The king of the kingdom of darkness. Was a part of it. Lucifer. Became misplaced. Unemployed. We think. But not really. He was always a servant. He was always. To help. Other spiritual beings. So. God had a plan. Satan did not know it. You have to look. go look at my playlist called Story Time. You will hear about the one who found out that one was a lonely number. Decided to breathe out creation. And he had a plan about creation. He had a plan to have a family who needed teachers who they would grow up in their youth and they'd have a lot of issues, face a lot of battles spiritually. And he needed an enemy that would help the young ones like Pastor Deborah to be well-educated, learn how to be kings and warriors, to do battle against, to rise up in knowledge. And that became Satan on earth. Everything in Satan was now perverted. He still lusted, was still greedy, still a thief, robbing, desiring. God even put such a fire in him that would never go out, called lust. I have a great teaching. I haven't got it up on a video yet. It's about lust. You must study lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. You must understand lust. How it works in our soul and our physical body and our spirit. You must understand perversion, confusion. You must understand the heart of Satan so you can understand yourself, nature, humanity, businesses, governments, wars, human trafficking, sexual abuse. You must study and you will learn. Lucifer became misplaced he was no longer in heaven but he still served God and he didn't even know it he became no longer Lucifer he took when he fell and was cast out of heaven his tail took about one third of the angels from heaven who were under him and they are here on the planet earth. They're in nature, they're in animals, they're in you. They're working to bring forth a spiritual kingdom of darkness on earth through you. With everything subservient and a slave to Satan. Lucifer became Satan. A demonic spiritual being, an adversary A spiritual adversary of God, the great I am. Now, this great I am, this God of Pastor Deborah and many of you, he wants us to know who this spiritual being is and that he is our spiritual enemy. So God tells us many things about Satan. If you're looking in the Old Testament and you're listening. And you're studying real life stories. And you're looking. Lucifer got a new name. Upon his fall from the presence of God. So he would not be ignorant. Of him or his ways. So we. Humanity would not be ignorant of him or his ways. We have to keep learning about Satan and his kingdom of darkness, his spiritual Babylon, so that your life here on earth will not be so bad. When Satan was kicked out, he took his one third of the angels and for a, a while. He built his second heaven. And he built his own throne room and everything up there. And then they came down here. Were they here with the dinosaurs? Yes. They saw them. They were messing around in the earth. Messing around. And they watched humanity begin in the garden. Satan was there. And the garden was still allowed to come in. God allowed him. Because he was going to steal, kidnap humanity for himself. And believe it or not, that was God's plan. Because in order for humanity to really know God, sometimes you have to go through tragedy, trauma, in order to understand healing. To understand lack and need, ignorance suffering you have to go through some things so Satan formed the kingdom of darkness and darkness means ignorance he became the king the god the ruler and the second heaven he has meetings he has ministers he has a uh, Families that are born into his kingdom that serve him as ministers. He breeds them, marries them. If you st- study the ancient Chinese empires, and you'll learn how the harem worked, how the ministers worked, how the generals worked, how the emperor worked, how it was all interconnected by blood. By birth. And you see some powerful true stories here on earth. And Satan was working through even them. Now let's look a little closer at Satan. This spiritual being that God created as an anointed cherubim who walked on the mountain of God's authority stood right by the throne was the, one of the three archangels along with Michael and Gabriel was now an illegal ruler of the world of God of the world that God created for man to have dominion over when G- you are a king of a kingdom In your heart, it's always expansion, showing your power and authority, expanding into new lands. Well, God already ruled all the spiritual world and its realm, so he created a new realm, the natural world. And he would try to rule it through his children, humanity, from behind the scenes. And they would go into this new land and develop the kingdom of heaven, not only inside of them, their hearts, but on the property, the land. If you study history and you study how people knew there was a new land across the oceans, a new land over across the mountains, they would go and they would set up a colony and a governor would be sent a flag was planted and the land was declared and claimed for the king or the queen of the country that sent them they would go find the resources, the jewels, the wealth send them back and then what happened, s- others would come families, agriculture started, manufacturing started And they were a colony of that king and that kingdom that sent them. They were under those rules. They had a governor that was to make sure that the citizens of that country were like the citizens back home. How I learned about this was watching Dr. Miles Monroe of the Bahamas Faith Ministries. He grew up in the Bahamas when he was a child and a teenager. They were a colony of Great Britain. They had a governor there. He spoke the king's English. And they, he and his ministers were to help the Bahamas, the Bahamians, who were mainly slaves, to look like, talk like, think like British people. They studied British history not African not the Bahamas they wore British clothes they spoke the Queen's English they stood they celebrated the Queen's birthday but when they declared their independence God of government the governor left and they were free and they were no longer a colony of England they were their own nation but the pattern was you send some people into a new territory and you bring about a culture from the homeland. So here on planet earth, humanity was to come with the Holy Spirit in them, bringing a culture of heaven, that territory, all the laws and rules and regulations to earth to manage the resources for their God, to bring praises and glory and to learn how to be managers and ministers here on planet Earth. That was the goal. Satan knew that. So he came, was sent here to be our adversary, to help us to learn how to be warriors, to fight, to grow. How to have an adversary in our life that we had to struggle against. Because most of the time, growth only comes with struggle. When you have to overcome things within yourself, overcome situations, and you learn how to be a good shepherd like King David. God tells us a lot about this, so let's listen. The following are what God says about who Satan really is. Let's listen. And learn. For truth comes by hearing. I mean, somebody has to be speaking to you. And hearing comes by the Word of God. The Word of God can come in many different ways. The Word of God is spiritual for your spirit. First, He is called the Devil. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil that's Matthew 4 1 the devil is here to tempt us when we are spiritually maturing we have to be tempted tested tried God has to look at us and say can we pass the test of lust of the eyes lust for an appetite for pleasure to be equal to God we will be tested by the devil and I said that's Matthew 4.1 in the King James Bible according to the Greek translation the word devil means Diablos which comes from the root word Diablo which means to accuse. So the devil is an accuser and a slanderer. When you see somebody slandering you, that is Satan's nature. What he does. And I have this story up. It's called The Garden Hose. G- Jesus says to us, "We are his sheep, and the sheep of his pasture, and we can hear his voice." and we will follow him and we will run away from another voice there's a test to make sure we know what that voice is in this case with the garden hose a voice told me if I'd put down the garden hose because some thunder and lightning was coming that he would water the garden and give me a blessing so I put the garden hose down I didn't test the voice I sat for two and a half hours waiting for it to rain. It never happened. The plan was Satan had a demonic spirit speak to me. I believed it was God's voice desiring to give me a blessing. But the purpose was this devil, Diablos, this accuser, slanderer, had to set me up. So he could go into the courtroom with the judge of the universe and accuse me of not being one of Jesus Christ's sheep. Because I listened to another voice. I listened to a a devil, which was him. And he purposely did this and God allowed it to happen. But God gave me time to recover and realize it was not him. I asked God to forgive me for listening to another voice and following it. That means obeying it. I was cleaned up. And then Satan came to the throne to present the evidence of me disobeying. He was accusing me of not being one of Christ Jesus' sheep. And following another voice. That means obeying. He videotaped me spiritually. Got a voice recording of it spiritually. And he was going to present this evidence to the judge. He was going. To, he was accusing me of not being one of his sheep, so I would be taken out of God's hands. He was a slanderer. So in the courtroom we went, and the Lord asked me what happened. I told him I left. The judge asked satan for the evidence he said here's the video here's the audio and he started to play it because the accuser has to have some kind of evidence if he has to pay somebody to lie if he has to create videos text he'll do whatever's necessary to present evidence that you are not one of christ jesus's sheep He's trying to get you out of that presence, out of that partnership with God. So Satan presented the evidence, and when he showed the video, it was blank. There was no audio. There was no evidence. Because when I asked God to forgive me, because I recognized I did not do the test of trying the spirits, God erased the evidence. But this was a case where you have to learn that Satan is an accuser. He'll present false evidence. He'll set you up in a test. God will let it happen because he's seeking you to grow up. So a few days later, the same thing happened. I'm outside and I hear a voice. And I stopped and I said, Who do you serve? What master? Because what I learned The angels of God do not mind if you test them and try who they serve. I had this also happen early, early on in my years of studying. I heard a voice say, I want to be one with you. I want to be intimate. I'm sleeping next to my husband. I'm going, what is going on? I said, who do you serve? He said, I serve the Lord. I said, that's not good enough. What master do you serve? I the master of the kingdom. That's not good enough. You have to have them say. Whoever that voice is. I serve the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Who came in the flesh in a manger. Walked on the earth for 33 years. Preached in the temple. Came from Nazareth. Had the Holy Spirit in him. Went to a cross. Died. For you. Went to the tomb, spent three days, and rose again. And now sits on the right hand of his father, the king of heaven. All of the angels that still serve God, two-thirds of them, that's how they'll answer. Satan or his demons will not answer that. So this time, I said, okay. And a power just exploded in me the Holy Spirit was wanting to be one with me in every cell of my spirit but he it was like him asking to marry me I want to be intimate with you, one with you share everything I want to be in every part of you that's like a marriage but I had to test the groom and I said yes From that day forward, it's been interesting. Partnership, marriage, intimacy, oneness. Him and me, me and him. It's on the garden hose story. I said, I got a second chance. Two or three days later, I said a voice came. I gave the test. It was an angel of God. He answered correctly. So the devil is an accuser. What I also learned, you have to understand law and lawyers and judges. Go study. I volunteered as a guardian at Leitum, said in family law, got to know the judge. I was his eyes and ears. I learned family law. Go study. Be a part of righteousness. Go to your community. Go through a volunteer program with the sheriffs, the policemen. Learn community. Get to know them. A lot of people get angry at the policemen. All they're doing is fulfilling the law. It's your legislators, your congressmen of your state who make the laws. Don't drink and drive. Don't break into your neighbor's home, can't don't hurt animals. Don't abuse children. That's the state legislature's or that make those laws. And the police just carry them out. They don't judge you. If they have evidence that you are guilty of something, they have to arrest you. It is lawyers then that pick up the case and try you before a judge with evidence. So you have to understand trials and evidence, accusers, law, lawmakers, I got all of that in volunteer experiences. I studied law. And you have to do that if you're going to grow up and become a king here on planet Earth, an administrator worthy of being a partner with God. Administrating and administering authority and dominion the kingdom of heaven on earth I had to learn Satan the adversary of God is also called the tempter and when the tempter came to him to Christ Jesus he said Satan is a talking spirit you will hear him he has a mouth He has eyes. He has ears. If you be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. Matthew 4, 3. This was a test that Satan even gave to woman in the garden. Adam, who was the first human. Human means human, H-U, humus, dirt. Man means spiritual being inside of dirt. He was told you can eat freely of every tree in the garden. But that one that's right over there in the mist, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, don't eat from it. Because in the day that you eat from it, you will surely die. That is a powerful statement that you have to understand. Innocence can die. When you eat, you take in, you participate. In the knowledge, the experience of good and evil. Children have to be taught. And most of us, it's through experience. So Satan heard that. He came down and talked to woman. Woman. The wound man. The spiritual being who would have a physical body that carried a womb That would bring forth from a sperm and an egg, biologically. Another physical body or a spiritual being to come into in the womb. Satan was in the garden and he talked to woman. He said, look at that tree over there. Which was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He said look how pretty the fruit is. Lust of the eyes. Let your eyes look and desire. And lust. And want. Okay. Eyes are one of the five senses. Very important. She started thinking about it. As beautiful fruit. How pretty he would touch. Would feel. Would taste. Starts tasting it. Wanting it. Desiring it lusting after it. And he said, oh, it would be good for your appetite. Now he's stirring up your biological body, your appetites. You want it. It will taste good. Looks good. You need it. It'll make you happy. Then came the pride of life. Oh, God doesn't want you to eat of it, right? Right? Because if you eat of it, but you'll be like him. You'll be a God yourself. And he doesn't want you to have that. He's holding something back from you that you should have. That was his own heart. He thought God was holding him back from being a God. So he presented this idea, his nature, to wound man. And she goes, yeah, that's right. So she takes eats nothing happens she hands it to her husband man who was there with her because when she came out from him he declared she was just flesh and blood that was all not a spiritual helpmate just flesh and blood made of his own bones that there was no spiritual being in it So God said, okay, you're married. You're one flesh. Bone of bone, flesh of flesh. You're married. You're going to go wherever she goes, wherever she does. You're going to do okay, you're one. So she hands this fruit to him. He takes a bite. He had said nothing to Satan, nothing to her. He had become a... Whipped puppy sort of speak. Silent. Said nothing. But Satan didn't show him his self as he really is. He hid inside the physical body of something called a serpent that had legs. But God took those legs away and he became a snake, still called a serpent. And Adam ate the light in them The Holy Spirit left. All you could see now was naked bodies. Humiliation shed, set in. Shame, guilt, embarrassment. The innocence of childhood was gone. Their knowledge now, the experience of evil had come. Their desires were awoken sexually, physically. Her eyes were lusting now. So when they looked at each other, they lusted to touch and taste and feel each other's bodies. They were no longer children. They were no longer innocent. They had lost and been taken captive spiritually in their minds. Their nature had changed. They were now filled with Satan's nature. God came down and kicked them both out of the garden, put a flaming sword and a fiery cherubim there. But that's another story. All right. So he's called a tempter. He's going to tempt you with things in the natural body, money, greed, everything he was tempted with. And the reason this one here in Matthew 4, 3 is Jesus had been in the desert for some time. And he was now hungry. Appetite. So Satan said, you're a god. Just change that rock over there into a piece of bread. Use your authority and power to feed yourself. Let's see if you got the goods. I know you can change that. You know you can. Do it. Tempting. Tempting. Jesus didn't give in. He responded back with the word of God. The tempter had come, and he will come to you. I'll tell you how that recently just worked. Uh, my grandchild, my grandchild was here and my son and daughter-in-law. They were leaving, and we were taking photos, and I wanted to smile And there was a thought that came to me, a sexual thought. I said, no, I'm not going to smile because of that. I'm going to smile because I heard that a Hezbollah and a Hamas fighter and terrorist who got arrested several years ago, got in jail. Jesus Christ came and visited him in a vision, and he got saved. He's a Christian and believes in Christ. I'm going to smile over that. I had to change my thinking, but the thoughts were there. I was doing battle inside of me just to smile with my family on a picture. I was being tempted. God was going to use that thought to accuse me because Satan knows God can hear my thoughts, see my thoughts. I learned that if you think it in your heart, so you are. So if I had thought about being sexually kissed, being sexually aroused, having some kind of beautiful picture and glory, something like that, the reason for my smile, I'd been in trouble. So I chose in here, To smile for a different reason So while I'm smiling And the pictures being taken I'm thinking about this God's work With this Hezbollah Prisoner And how God loves humanity And will show up in a prison cell Himself And how beautiful The love of God is towards humanity That was my reason For smiling We are tempted by Satan By the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Here I am, way down the road, still being tempted. Satan doesn't quit. And if you are well matured in the Lord, the temptations are going to come, the attacks. Because you are now an adversary in your prayer life, in your thoughts to Satan. And you can cause a lot of problems. In his kingdom, with his, with his prisoners. And he has to take you down. Alright, let's go on to one more. He is called Beelzebub, which means the Lord of the flies. Lord means owners. It is enough for the disciples that he be as his master, and the servant as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house, Beelzebub. How much more shall they call them of his household? Matthew ten twenty five. Lord of the flies. Lord is owner. Flies are things that eat garbage. They fly around on dead things. He controls insects. He controls, devours dead things. Eats away at our thoughts in here. To God we're dead. Until we are born again. And have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And Satan. Follows God's natural plans. That there are flies that eat flesh. We see that when an animal dies. Flies and ants will come. And devour the flesh. Till there's nothing left. Many of you. That goes on in your thoughts. You're being devoured. You have no future. You're being eaten alive, so to speak, by fear and torment and abuse. Satan's after your mind. He's after your thoughts, your concepts, your ideas. He'll send in the flies to pick away at you irritate you, torment you, buzz around you. When you are in Satan's kingdom, your spirit, even your soul, and your biological body has a smell of death on it. Separation from God and life and righteousness. Doesn't matter how much cologne or perfume you put on. You have a smell of death on you. Your spirit lives in death. Flies are around you all the time. They're demonic spirits. Picking at you. Irritating you. Biting you. We have some flies down here in Pensacola, Florida. They bite you. Take bites of your skin out. They inject you with venom. They're an insect. And this guy controls them. He is eating away at you. Thought by thought, emotion by emotion, eating away at your thoughts, your hope, your future. Eating away at you, pestering you, irritating you. That is who he is, the Lord of the Flies. So let's end right here. I go slow and I tell a lot of stories, as you can tell. Because I've been through some stuff. This guy... Wants to devour you. But he first wants to use you. To build his kingdom. One day he's going to send his. Antichrist spirit. Which will be him. Inside of a dirt body. That's been prepared for generations. Through proper biological. DNA bloodlines. He has his own inner court. His own families. Who are born into what we call. Multi-generational Satanism. He has his deep witches and occult prophets, priests out there working for him. He is trying to build his kingdom of darkness in you so he can use you on planet earth. He is trying to take over all of planet earth the nature, the resources, the weather. He's trying to get you to serve everything, worship everything, listen to everything, but to God of the King James Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's trying to pit brother against brother, mother against children, humanity against nature. He's trying to let nature rule us. He wants greed to rule in you, jealousy. He wants you to be abusive towards everything, a tormentor like he is. He wants you to hate God and the people of God. There's an unseen war going on, and this guy is your adversary. You might be serving him right now, might be in his kingdom. You might be held captive. You might be you are one of his children. I was until I was 3. And then I had to learn about a new kingdom a new father, a big brother named Christ Jesus. And I had to slowly learn, but I was in dead churches. There was no presence. There was no food. There was nothing about the kingdom of darkness in them. But God hung on to me. I hung on to him through some years of horrible temptation and uh, accusations and bad stuff. But God was helping me. I had trauma in my childhood and in my family. I turned to God, the Bible, peace, church. And I hung on. And then one day God said, put all that down. Come to Brownsville. Assembly of God. And come and taste and see. Let me touch you. Clean you up. Steve here was the evangelist. changed my life. We're all looking for the presence of God. Of God. We don't know what it is. We've never experienced. 99% of you have never had an experience. And the presence of God. That Hezbollah guy. He did. He saw God spiritually. He felt his presence. His touch. God is forgiveness. And it changed his life. Once you've had that. You're never the same. Satan is still here. Even though you get born again. Now you must be taught. You must become a soldier, a warrior in your heart. You must become a priest. Pray to God for others. You must become a prophet. When God speaks, you must listen. He might tell you, don't tell anybody. God will talk to you. He's a talking God. You must become a king and a warrior because you got an adversary. Your prayers must change. You must become knowledgeable. You must be able to look at a thunderstorm and know, is God behind it? Is Satan behind it? Look at viruses and diseases. Who's behind it? What's happening? You must be able to see greed, sex abuse, trauma. But understand that God can heal through any of this. And his ways are not our ways. And his ways are not the ways of mental health counseling. But first you must study your spiritual enemy. Satan, the adversary of God who's here on the planet I've seen him he knows me we're at war and if you understand war study World War II sometimes he attacks sometimes he backs up waits sets up another plot another plan tries to infiltrate comes again attacks so you have to live as a warrior i sleep in my armor with my sword right here study the knights of the round table study knighthood study generals and warriors study history study read study listen that's just one part of growing up. And you have to do it all in love. You have to be able to love every bad person out there who does every evil, wicked thing. And most of them that you see are dying right now in bombings, raids, floods, earthquakes. I have to catch them on the backside as they're falling into hell. And sometimes I have to go into hell myself and go and set to captives free. I now have the keys of hell, death, and the grave. I will challenge him for you. Even in hell. Even on your deathbed. Even in the womb of a woman who's aborting you. I will challenge death. We'll lose your physical body, that's for sure. But not your spirit. We will not lose one of you. Oh, Satan is so mad. He does everything he can to stop me and many others. But you be encouraged. Study. Grow up. Learn. There's more than the four walls of a church. There's more for you than you've ever imagined. And this guy is out there. Whether you're in a church building, a member of a denomination, he is still tempting you. Still accusing you. He's still your enemy. Be on guard. Get educated. Go to school. Study. Become a king and a warrior against your adversary. Grow up. In the name of Christ Jesus. Okay. We'll see you again on the next part of the Kingdom of Darkness Spiritual Babylon. Who is the king of the kingdom of darkness? We still have some more. Got a big book. We'll work through many areas of this kingdom of darkness. So you be encouraged and you come back and watch more. And I'll see you on the next teaching video for you. Bye.